The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey there, and welcome to Big Universe. I'm Jim Lefter. I'll be your host for today. I'm a spiritual journeyman and media consultant type guy. Joining me is my amazing co-host, spiritual rebel Sarah Bowen. Sarah's the author of Sacred Send-Offs, an animal chaplain's advice for surviving animal loss, making life meaningful, and healing the planet. Hi, Sarah. How are you today? Oh, I'm peachy, Jim. How are you? Peachy? Peachy is great. That's a very interesting uh, description there. What I know. What does I peachy have, mean? I have no idea. That just dropped in, so there you go. <laughs> Apparently, I'm hungry, maybe. Maybe that's so. Maybe that's so. So we have an interesting show today. We're going to have uh, Sarah Landon on the show. Sarah does something very interesting. She channels what she calls the council, which I believe is a, a collection of ascended masters and such. Uh, obviously, we'll be finding out more details when we speak with her. I just wondered, how do you feel about channeling? We had Paul Seligon before, and he said he's had some wonderful books. Um, I think that I've said previously, I think wisdom is where you find it. And uh, that we all have access to a higher power, a higher self. So, you know, why not? It, it's the message that matters to me, not so much the avenue. So we'll be exploring that message, obviously, today. What are your thoughts? So I'm a non-dualist. So that, you know, that means to me that, um, I don't know, some of these things uh, that we talk about on this show are, are kind of growing edges for me. They're different mm -hmm. ways of seeing the world that aren't the same way that I see it. And that's why I enjoy these conversations so much because I like to see the different ways that people get wisdom and, you know, the different perspectives and all of the things that are available to us and just how diverse we are in, you know, the ways that we get knowledge. So this, this will be interesting. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Do you have a quote for us today? I do, and it's right on point with that. Okay, here we go. What we know can limit our imagination if it is not countered with an equally powerful don't know. I love that. <laughs> I, I probably put it put my own spin on the uh, on the phrasing <laughs> of the end there, but I really uh, this is Estelle Frankel. Uh, who teaches courses in Jewish studies that deal with Kabbalah and Musar, which is mm -hmm. kind of the more mystical sides of Judaism, and also does psychoanalysis and positive psychology and all that good stuff. So I really love the concept of being able to say, I don't know, possible. And so that uh, is kind of how I'm coming in today. Don't know, curious to find out. How about you? What was your quote? My quote is pretty much a statement. We are part oh. of, we are part of, we <laughs> We are part of the vast continuum of existence that includes all things conscious, unconscious, inert, physical, mental, emotional, known and unknown, imaginable and unimaginable. Oh, drop mic. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that, Jim? Susan Baker. Don't ask me any more about that. See, I don't know. I who don't Susan know Baker who is. Susan Baker is. And you obviously <laughs> I don't Google either. Susan I just saw Baker. the quote. I just saw the quote and I so did not. Yeah, I, I like the quote. I was like, okay, there you go. 
There's homework from today's episode, folks. Find out who Susan Baker is, because we're going to be doing that shortly, too. But you know what, Jim? That just makes the point. We just never know where wisdom comes from. It's very true. Very including true. Susan Baker. Yes, including Susan Baker, who I'm sure is wonderful. And, you know, I just didn't do my homework on that. <laughs> well, you raise a good point, which is, you know, sometimes, sometimes we know and sometimes we go looking for the source of something. And then sometimes we just say, hey, that's great wisdom. That's what I thought. I said, hey, go. that's great wisdom. All right. Are you ready to jump into the interview? I am. Let's do it. Sarah Landon is a globally celebrated transformational leader, spiritual teacher, and channel of the council. Passionate about living her highest potential, Sarah shines a light on the path for others to expand beyond the perceived limitations of the human experience and live as the realized masters that they are. As the voice of the council, Sarah's intention is to be the purest channel of their wisdom and teachings, which offer a grander perspective of what is possible for each of us as we elevate our consciousness to new levels. You can learn more about Sarah at sarahlandon.com. Sarah is the author of The Wisdom of, Coun wisdom of the Council, channeled messages for living your purpose welcome sarah it's so great to have you thank you jim thank you sarah so good to be here with you both i'm looking forward to this conversation today me too me too and uh we have uh, we we were talking a little bit beforehand we have multiple sarahs here so you know it's liable to get confusing and as i mentioned i was considering changing my name to sarah <laughs> but i decided not to do that because that might have been even even more com complex here so sarah um let me start you off your interesting book very interesting book really enjoyed it um who or what is the council and how do you experience them yeah well let me back up and give you a little bit of the background of how this all came together which i sure. do share in in the introduction in the book but i I grew up in a very loving Christian family. I grew up learning about Jesus and going to Sunday school. And, and that was really all I knew uh, for many years of my life. And then uh, when I was about seven, eight years old, I ended up spending a great amount of time with my dear beloved aunt who had discovered spirituality and metaphysics and consciousness and this work of reincarnation and, and soulmates and all of these things. And I was just in the absolute truth and knowing of something that just resonated even as a really young child with my heart and my soul. And she was working with spiritual teachers and also working with a channel that she had gone all over the world learning from. And I remember hearing and seeing videos or hearing audios of this channel and this deep resonance in me of we can, we can be anything. Uh, it, it was beyond religion or any specific gurus necessarily. It was about the power you have within you, what your potential is. And I just, I resonated so deeply with it. Uh, I got into personal development very young at the age of about 13 years old and the art and science of success and achievement and how you can, you know, transform your life and become anything you want to be. And, and so I got very into personal development and I started off in the corporate career and then got into technology, sort of right place, right time, applying all those things that I had learned, but there was still this 
rationalizing in my mind, spirituality, Christianity, Hinduism, Buddhism. I had studied uh, many different types of religions in that process. And I had some really, really big questions that no one could answer for me. And it was really around how do we live our highest purpose? What is God? What is happening in the afterlife? You know, all these different Sim things. Simple little questions like those. Simple little. Just easy things. You know, the deepest questions of your soul. You know? <laughs> um, and, and I had heard and studied many different religions and teachings. And I, I would ask these questions to go deeper into some of these teachings and, and was never really satisfied with the answer. And then I had an experience that changed the course of my life forever. As we are recording this live, it actually was 21 years ago yesterday that my brother passed away, transitioned in a car crash hmm. and died instantly. Wow. And at that point in time, I was working in the corporate world. It was the dot-com like boom and all that mattered was, you know, the success in my business and my company. And uh, then I had this life-changing event and I went to my brother's viewing. I was living in Seattle at the time. My brother was in Alaska when he had his car crash and I flew up there with my family. Uh, as soon as we got there, we went to this viewing of, of his body and I had never seen a dead body before. Of mm. course, now I had even more questions, uh, sure, of course. but I am in this room. It's it's uh, winter in Alaska. It's cold. It's emotional. It's heavy. Everyone's crying. Uh, it's just, it, it was a really the, the, the heaviest experience I had, I had ever remembered in that moment. And I went and sat down. My brother's body was on the left side of the room and I went and sat down and I sat there for a few minutes and all of a sudden this feeling that I can only describe to you as liquid love just mm. started going through the top of my head, all the way down my body, all the way through my body. I was completely and totally warm and I was completely and totally in peace. Oh, wow. There was no grief. There was no sadness. There was no heaviness. And I heard my brother say over my right shoulder, I'm still here. I'm just not in there. Mm. To which I said, where are you? And he said, I'm just as here as I ever was. I mm. just left the density of the body and I'm in a vibration or a frequency that you can't interpret with your physical senses. Mm. And at the time, those were not words I was familiar with at all. Frequency, sure. vibration, right, density, right. those types of things. And I said, well, what about heaven and hell? Because my brother was very Christian. Mm -hmm. And he said, it's not like that here. There's only love. Mm. There's only love here. There is, there is no such thing. And there is no religion here. And then this energy just stopped and he receded and I was still sitting in that room. I was very aware that I was the only one who had heard what had just occurred, mm -hmm. but I can tell you from that moment, I have been completely and totally in peace, but my love for my brother, my desire to connect with him again, I I had no idea how at that time I do now, I know how to intentionally connect with people on the other side now, as we all, all, all have the ability to do. 
but at the time I didn't. And so I would have these very spontaneous experiences. I was in an elevator one time going up to my office and that energy came in again. I could feel it. I always heard my brother over my right shoulder. So it happened very spontaneously. And then fast forward, I was in another peak of my corporate career um, several years later. And I started waking up in the middle of the night with this energy and I just had to write mm. and I would write and then it would stop and I would read it the next morning. And it was the answers to the questions that I had been seeking to find. And much to my surprise, they were coming through me. Mm. Now I had no idea what that was at the time. I know now that it's automatic writing. Uh, I know anybody can connect into that. I teach a learning how to channel course and an art of channeling course where people learn that everybody has access to communicate with your loved ones on the other side at any time that anybody can access those answers through automatic writing or other ways of connecting to source at any time. I do not have some special gift that someone else doesn't have, but I'll tell you my passion, my dedication, my relentless focus on connecting to the highest wisdom and the highest perspective and that source is what I believe allowed those experiences for me. So I was doing this writing in the middle of the night. It was spontaneous, wasn't every night, no idea when it was going to come in, but it was often at a 222 or 333 in the morning, or it would finish at 444 and the energy would just stop, which I certainly recognized. And then I was in a yoga class and I ended up talking to the gal next to me and she proceeded. I said, what do you do? And she, I believe you've had Julia Cannon on the show. And she said, I'm a QHHT practitioner, quantum healing hypnosis technique. And I said, what is that? <laughs> she said, I help people get in touch with their higher self. Hmm. And I'm like, I think I need your help. So came over to my house, you know, led me through this meditation and, you know, it was really about connecting to your higher self. Well, over a period of time of, of doing, um, QHHT, I had this experience, um, indescribable, but this vibration, this frequency, this love, like nothing I had ever felt before as she was asking questions to my higher self, all of a sudden my voice changed cadence of my voice changed. I started speaking very quickly and it was the answers, the big picture, the grandest perspective, the answer to anything she asked. And I was essentially just trying to keep up and, and essentially translate the stream of consciousness that was coming through. It's like when you have so much to say about something and you're really, really passionate about something and, it, and you speak really fast and with this intent, that's what was coming through me but the answers were not coming from my head. Hmm. And so at the time we just called it the voice because my voice sounded different and we had this all recorded and, and I listened back to it and had it transcribed and I'm like, Oh my gosh. And it was really the wisdom to change your life, hmm. to create your life the way you want it to be, to live an extraordinary life, to create anything, um, in your life or be anything you want to be. And so we continued to meet weekly, sometimes frequently. She would help me get into that meditative state and this energy would come through and answer her questions. They always referred to themselves as we or us. Hmm, interesting. And as weird as it was, 
Uh, and I am the first person to tell you, I am, um, I don't consider myself woo woo or weird or out there, or, you know, I'm, a, I, I, I live a very normal life. I have, you know, wonderful friends. Well, that's okay. Cause we're, we're, not everybody. we're, 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 so, <laughs> there's, you know, there's, you know, I, I love woo woo, right, but I, right, I right. also think we're not the woo woo ones anymore. Sure, yeah, <laughs> no judgment, yeah. no comparison, but I see everybody awakening to their own inner truth now. And I, I think it's just a very natural thing. So over time, I, through some different experiences, we asked who they were and they said they were a collective of ascended master beings who are here to help us remember who we are, why we are here, what our purpose is and what we intended when we chose this life experience and that they came forth because they promised they would so that we would not forget who we really are and so that we can live our highest potential, which is joy, peace, love, abundance, prosperity, well-being, freedom, beauty, all of those things. And so that went on for a while. I was, uh, it, it was changing my life. It was the most incredible wisdom. It was an energy like nothing I ever felt. And then my human was like, and no one's ever going to see me channel. No one's ever going to hear me channel. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the wisdom changed my life hmm. beyond my wildest dreams hmm. and was changing the lives of anyone I shared it with. And I just came to the point where I could no longer keep this wisdom um, just for me, I, I had to get this wisdom into the world. So fast forward now, I have a global community of, in my membership program uh, that, that uh, hundreds and hundreds of people, we have thousands and thousands of people all over the world that are dedicated to living the council's wisdom. And, mm. and um, it, it's just beyond my wildest dreams. As you said, uh, we just uh, published our first book, The Wisdom of the Council, Channeled Messages for Living Your Purpose with Hay House, and it's now available on paperback, Kindle, audiobook. Um, the foreword is written by my very dear friend, Mike Dooley, who's a New York Times bestselling author, who many of you probably know. And uh, he and I have a second book coming out in 2023, which is Mike Dooley asking his big questions to the council, which is pretty amazing. So the council... <laughs> What was that? A, a twenty-minute answer to one question. <laughs> we should be able to get two or three questions in here today, right? That's uh, great. That's great. The council, I truly believe, is the higher self of anyone who ever hears them. No matter when you hear the message, whether you're hearing them live or a replay or one of our online courses or a YouTube video, I, I, I truly believe you drew them to you. You are channeling that to you, even though I may be the conduit by which it's coming through. It is you hearing your higher self and your team and your guides and your loved ones on the other side, um, this incredible collective of ascended master beings. So well, that's awesome. answers your question. <laughs> that answers many questions, actually, but I have more for you, so don't worry. So um, I guess I'm wondering why, and and you know, certainly we're we're very open to the council joining us at any point. And I, I don't know how that process works for you. Um, but uh, you know, we can certainly whatever way it comes through but why was the council why is the council interested in in helping us out i mean oh uh and also i would encourage you to ask them this question but to me i don't believe necessarily that the whole agreement is that we're going to come here and forget 
Mm. I truly believe we come here and we know the love that we are. We know the source that we are when we're little children, we know. And yet because of the level of consciousness, because of the density or the vibrational frequency, we do begin to identify more with our limited physical senses than our divine infinite being or soul or our higher self, which is the truth of who we are or an aspect of us that we never intended to tune out in this human experience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I, it never ceases to amaze me. I do at least, at least one channeled call in some capacity, either with groups or um, pretty much every day. And there is not one time I have ever come out of a channeled session where they did not bring forth a new, higher perspective, higher level of consciousness in that moment that is bringing yet another level of awareness each and every day. So mm. as we elevate our consciousness and our awareness, we really do step into this place, which you can refer to it as unity consciousness, oneness consciousness. Christ consciousness, they refer to it as the fifth dimension of pure love, where you literally live in a state of pure love. Hmm. Someone asked me on a, another podcast I was doing, do I ever have a bad day? And the truth is with this wisdom, I never have a bad day. I might have a moment where I catch myself having an unconscious reaction to something. And the first step is how am I denying love for myself in this moment? Or how am I denying my power? Or how am I denying my worthiness? And the second I come back in alignment with that, there's only love for everyone, for all things. And so I truly believe if you are hearing this and if you listen to things like this podcast, you are here as a way shower at this time. The council says this is the greatest transformation of human consciousness that has ever occurred in any lifetime happening right now. And I see it in people that I never would have thought would be open to these sorts of conversations. I see the consciousness level and the vibration raising all around me all the time in all walks of life. It is an extraordinary thing to witness. And it is because of podcasts like this. It is because of people like your listeners who are living this stuff in their everyday life, wherever they are, which means you yourself are a way shower of a better way forward to peace and joy and love and freedom and happiness and well-being. And, and it's available to every single one of us. You already are your purpose, but what your highest potential is only you will ever know. Now, to me, our highest potential is to fully self-realize. Now, I had heard that word many, many, many times before I started channeling the council. It meant nothing to me. <laughs> the word awakening meant something to me. I, I That's where I was on my journey. Now it's this coming into the realization that you are the creator of your reality. You are the very source energy, God, the divine, that is what you are. Mm. And I still, I really, I, I am a huge, um, I, I feel the teachings of, of Jesus were so spot on. I do. And um, one of the things I 
uh, loved about Unity churches, who, which I've attended in time, is is that I, I believe it was the essence of of the love that he brought us, the love that he came here to teach, the love that he came here to show. Love God with your uh, thy whole heart, mind, body, and soul. That's you. That's you. And our ultimate, ultimate opportunity here is to love ourselves. Now, it's not about self-love. It is self-love. That's part of it. But what I'm talking about and what the council talks is beyond self-love. It is that you do not deny love for yourself for any reason. And that becomes your practice. Hmm. It will transform your relationships. It will transform your well-being and your health. It will transform your abundance, your passion, your joy, all of it. Mm. It's also, we forget our power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the council will say, it doesn't matter where you picked up the programs or the beliefs of being a victim of your life. It doesn't matter. All that matters is <clears throat> when you have an awareness of the power that is truly within you, you will begin to draw to you the experiences of seeing, feeling, witnessing, experiencing your own power. The other thing is worthiness. They say there is nothing that could ever happen in this human experience that could keep you from being the infinite worthiness that you are. And whatever it means to you, each of us are worthy of having it all, whatever that means to you. Now, the essence of all of that for each of us comes back down to things like joy, love, freedom, abundance, well-being, doing what you love, doing what you enjoy, being all that you are, right? And so they bring forth a higher perspective and an awareness that allows us to elevate our consciousness and our vibrations to live in the state of pure love, heaven on earth, the new earth, all of these things. And they explain the difference between the third level of consciousness, the fourth level of consciousness, the fifth level of consciousness, and even the sixth level of consciousness, which is the things that we access in our human experience. And it's not a hierarchy, but when you become aware of it, it's so much easier and clearer and clearer and it it transforms everything well that's awesome and you know you hit some real notes uh for me there with uh self-love and uh and uh understanding that i guess um i want to get back to the great awakening in, in a minute but you mentioned in the book that it's not the council isn't something that you see or you feel as external to us but something that's internal. Can you talk a little bit about that? Is it, are they separate beings or are they a part of who we are as well? Absolutely. They, they are a, a part of who we are. You, you really couldn't hear anything that is separate from you. And I explain that to people all the time. The council is not separate from me. They're, they are within me. And as I elevate my own consciousness, I become one with me and uh, that grander part of me, but that's, there's also a part of me that that higher level of consciousness, not limited or, or in the physical dimension has a much grander viewpoint of all that's going on and what, what is really going on here. (laughs) The council talks about the great awakening, but they also talk about 
that that this is a, a grand experiment here on earth and all that's going on here and all that's possible for us and that we are creating our reality hmm. they they share the secret uh in the book and and you know i i i heard it and i heard it and i heard it and i heard it I, I am finally able to really get it and embody it and experience it but they say the secret to manifestation the secret to creation is consciousness is what summons energy into physical form so when you're in a in a lower level of consciousness in a lower vibration you are in resistance you're you're in constriction and you're limiting the amount of energy that flows through you this is why we have lack limitation the experience of separation this is why we have disease this is why we have uh, uh stress and overwhelm and anxiety and all of these different things because we are limiting the source energy that is naturally meant to flow through us when you raise your consciousness and your awareness and you elevate your vibration and frequency all of a sudden you open up and start summoning all this energy to you. I it's, it's uh, the perfect example of this is if you go to like a weekend transformational workshop and you are like on fire, right? You're like so excited. You're going to change your life or you read a book that changes your life or you hear a podcast episode. You got all this energy well, because you elevate your consciousness, you elevated your vibration. And now the natural energy that you summon is flowing through you because that it's all your energy. Now, all of a sudden, all sorts of things are manifesting, coming together. You have inspiration. You're really creative. You wake up before the alarm goes off. You know, you live your life. And, and how long can you sustain that is determined by staying in that level of consciousness. Now, a lot of times people go home after that workshop and they're back in the level of consciousness that created the resistance. They're back in the environment that was, isn't supportive to their higher vibration. And so then they have this crash because all of a sudden they go into resistance. They can't figure out the how they can't figure out how to get what they want, or they go back to the job, they go back to the routine, they go back to the habits, they go back to interacting in their relationships the same way. And there's even more resistance because they have felt what summoning energy feels like. Hmm. So every miracle, every magical thing, every spontaneous healing, every out of the blue, uh, amazing manifestation, it all comes from summoning that energy through your consciousness and your awareness. Now, the number one easiest way to get into that state of allowing that energy is to do the things you love, do the things that bring you joy. But most of us are taught and we're taught that you get to do what's fun for you after all your work is done. Mm -hmm. You get to play after your work is done and you do all the things you should do and you're supposed to do. But what happens is people have this, belief that they are not enough. And no matter how many times they do the things they're supposed to do or do the things they think they should do or are told they should do, they do it all and they still don't feel like they're enough. So they never allow themselves the joy. They never allow themselves to play and have fun. They never allow themselves to go do those things that they love 
which keeps them in a lower vibration of frequency and a lower level of consciousness. Hmm. So how do we, uh, you, you've answered this in part, but how do we, how do we elevate that again? I mean, uh, you know, when, when you have to go to, when you have to go to work and you're not thrilled about your job, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with relationship issues, how do you elevate your consciousness at that point? Well, first off, um, what comes to me is the word freedom. Most people want the freedom to do what they want to do during the day. So they think I have to go to work. I have to leave at 6 a.m. I have to sit in traffic. I have to get to my job or I have to do these spreadsheets or I have to do this. And the, the honest answer is you are actually choosing. You are free to choose and you are choosing to go to that job. You are choosing to keep that job. You're choosing to stay in that job. You chose that relationship. You chose you're choosing all day long. So one of the first things to get your power back and to start being aware and aligned to the freedom that you do have is to understand you are choosing. You chose the shirt you're wearing today. You chose what you had for breakfast. You chose what you had for lunch. You chose who you were going to text back. You chose what emails you were going to respond to. You're choosing all day long. And when you start to understand that you are actually free to choose, you, you start moving back into a level of awareness and consciousness that you do have power over your life and you are choosing. You may want to choose something different, but first step is to realize you don't have to do anything. You are choosing. Most people have lived their entire life under this cloud of motivation. And the council explains that motivation is usually, well, from their definition, always coming from a lower dimension of level of consciousness called the third dimension of separation, that you are separate from what you want, separate from where you want to be, separate from what you love. And there's fear, lack, limitation, suffering, struggle. You've got to push and force. But in that lower level of consciousness, you're summoning a much lower level of energy, which means you have to push and force an effort to get anything done. Mm -hmm. The second you start raising your consciousness, you start summoning more energy. Everything starts to be more easy and effortless. Mm. So when you just allow yourself, I'll give you a couple of different things. So consciously, intentionally choose what you're doing each day, even if it's as simple as the shirt you wear or how you comb your hair or when you brush your teeth, you are choosing. You will start to get some of your power back that you actually are consciously, intentionally creating your life. One of the other things, and as I say, this wisdom has changed my life. This is one of those things that it, it always just makes me so emotional to think about the power of this wisdom and how it has transformed my life. But I was channeling the council um, and I was about as far from living the life I really wanted to live at that point. I was super stressed, super overwhelmed. I was that person. I was up at 5 a.m. I was at the gym at 5.30. I worked out, got my car, sat in traffic, got to the office by 7, 7.30, worked all day if I wasn't traveling somewhere um, and got home, checked my email at night and that was my life. I was living in a totally different state and, um, and, and not in the relationship I wanted to be in and, uh, and, and 
had just gone through a very serious round of um, malignant melanoma. And, you know, there was, there was a lot of things going on in that time. <clears throat> and the council said, when you wake up in the morning, before you open your eyes, before you do anything at all, live your perfect day, hmm. which means if today were your perfect day, how would you wake up? Where would you wake up? Would you wake up alone? Would you wake up with someone? What would you do after you woke up? Hmm. What would you do after that? And you can do anything. I woke up on the ocean with the love of my life. <clears throat> and then, and this was in imagining my perfect day. Mine was pretty similar every day. Mm -hmm. Some people and some days it was totally different. Some days I woke up and I wanted to be walking out on a stage in front of 10,000 people telling them all how much I love them and, and bringing this wisdom to them to create their life the way they wanted it to be. And, but I would, I would then do some meditation. I would then uh, go for a walk with my dogs and then I would exercise. And then I would have the most amazing conversations about the things I loved most, which were spirituality, consciousness, you know, manifestation all day long. And then I would make a wonderful dinner with my partner and we would sit and laugh and talk about our perfect days. And then I would just go to bed feeling completely satiated. Now, some days we like had dinner in Paris and then went back to our comfy bed and I woke up by the ocean again. My life was as far from that as you could possibly imagine at the time I started that practice. Hmm. And I had no idea how I was going to get from what I was living to what my perfect life was. And it did not take very long at all. Mm. I found myself living at the ocean. Mm. I found myself waking up and taking my dogs for a walk. I found myself having conversations like this all day long. Mm. And then before long, the partner came in and this is the life I live now. And now when I do this practice, I literally am still envisioning the same life I'm living, but there's so much power in that. Mm. And one of the other things that is very simple is to create a habit. Pretty much everything we do all day long is a habit. You can create a new habit and you don't have to worry about uncreating the old habit because if the new habit feels better and is working for you, you're going to just start doing the new habit. And the habit was when you feel yourself pushing, forcing, efforting in resistance, stop. Now I'm a for former recovering type A personality. <laughs> like stop was not in my right, vocabulary. Right. Uh -huh. Slow down was not in my vocabulary. But the council says that stillness is the access point to acceleration. Hmm. They also say when you're resisting anything, you're resisting everything because when you're in resistance, you're not summoning that energy to move things into form. So they said, stop. They give the practice. It is life-changing if you do it of taking three deep breaths. Hmm. This to me is one of the easiest ways to raise your consciousness. Now, my human, when I take the first breath, is like, this is not going to work. I am pissed. <laughs> you know? right, I was right. right. And, uh, I take the second breath. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. But still, this isn't going to work. By the time I take the third breath, I'm like, oh, 
there I am. Okay. And I put some space around myself. I literally imagine like putting light or space around myself and I just take some deep breaths. And then I ask myself the question, what can I do right now that would bring me joy? Hmm. And sometimes I'm sitting in my office and the answer to that question is, I want to feel my toes in the sand on the beach, <clears throat> watching my dog play in the ocean with the sunshine on my face and just listening to the sound of the waves. Hmm. And in that moment, I am there. Hmm. And sometimes it is, no, I really want to get up out of my chair, out of my office and go walk my dog. Or I just want to go sit in the sunshine for a minute and whatever it is, go do it. Go do it, create this habit. Hmm. And, and it's much more about the feeling, getting in alignment to that feeling of joy. So even if in this moment, you don't live anywhere near a beach, but that's what comes to you, let yourself, because the sixth dimension of imagination is a reality. It hmm. is a real place and you are really creating and you are really experiencing when you are in that realm, which we would call imagination. It's not formless, but it is a reality that is not limited to physical form. Oh, so I have a question on this one. Okay. <laughs> so we've been talking so far, Sarah, you've had a, a some beautiful uh, ideas and recommendations about kind of the personal, the personal work and the personal perspective. What about those of us who are involved in social justice or are resisting systems, uh, you know, where we want to see change and things like that? And, and does this practice in the way that it's been described to you also work for envisioning things beyond ourselves in societies or in communities? Can you talk a little bit about that? I think one of the most important uh, most applicable places for that wisdom and that information is in exactly what you talked about. And, and there are many organizations, many leaders that are involved in advocacy, in entrepreneurialism, in politics that are part of our community, especially in our master's class program, one of which is the head of the largest animal welfare organization in the Southern Hemisphere that goes into the uh, factory farming environments, um, and, and works with legislation to try to change, um, the welfare of how animals are treated in that environment. And, um, this organization has completely transformed the way they do marketing, public relations, messaging, everything to align their messages with the highest level of consciousness. And what the council would say is, this is not about not taking action. It's about getting into the highest level of consciousness and then allowing the next perfect step, the energy and the light to guide the way, the inspired idea, the inspired action to come from that level of consciousness. When you are fighting against anything, that energy is moving through you first. One of the examples they give about this, and I um, am a cancer survivor myself, pre, uh, pre the council, but 
what does cancer do in the physical body? It begins to attack itself. The cells begin to attack themselves. So when we think we're fighting something out there, all of that energy has to move through you, your body, your cells first. You can be watching something on TV and be completely triggered and upset and you're going to change it and you're going to go demand a better way and you're going to fight against it. You're moving all of that energy through you first. Now, I am, I am an animal lover on, on a level I can't even explain. Like animals, I'm like, if there aren't animals and other experiences <laughs> beyond the human <laughs> one, I don't think I want to go because I love the animals, right? So I have done numerous channel sessions for this organization that does animal welfare. And what I will tell you is there is absolutely never a time when they are asking questions about uh, wrongdoing, things that we should be fighting against, things that should be changing. There has never, ever been a time when the council ever goes into judgment. They say everything is about the level of consciousness that that person is in. And if you want to change the world, and if you want all beings, including animals and the planet to live in peace and joy and harmony and well-being with each other and within themselves, the answer to that is consciousness. So this is why this is so important. And this is why they are here. And this is why you are here to raise the consciousness level to that state of pure love. It's extraordinary to me that these people in this organization actually have as much compassion for the person in those factory facilities or uh, that, that do not have the conscious awareness of the harm they are inflicting. Because in most cases, the harm they have inflicted upon themselves in their lower levels of consciousness they're suffering as much, if not more than the animals. Hmm. And so interesting enough, um, a great deal of their focus is on the compassion for people in those situations that you would consider doing wrong things. When that person awakens to the love and the truth that they really are, they will walk right out of there. They'll, they'll, they they won't be able to be in that sort of environment again. Hmm. And so as we raise our consciousness, we will all collectively choose a better way forward. And the council says, truly, as we gather in these levels of consciousness and awareness and shine our light, there will come a time where humanity will not remember suffering as part of the experience let's hope that comes soon what's going on around the world right now in you know i think about one of the other things that's often on my mind is is you know a, a little over a year ago the conversations we were having about war in the world and and how that you know all of a sudden there was a lot of consciousness around those issues and then it went away as summer happened and people's, you know, focus went one way. And there are these things that are still happening in the world that may not have our awareness, but are still there. Is this, 
this wisdom something that can be applied in those kind of situations as as well, you know, to our heartbreak around that kind of uh, experience. You know, it's hard to mm -hmm. it's hard to reconcile great awakening and and what's going on right now for a lot of people. Well, in my experience, and the council says this, there is more love on our planet than ever before. There's more consciousness. There are more people who are conscious and compassionate and loving and awake and seeking to live at these higher levels of consciousness and seeking to create harmony and peace and joy. There's more of it than ever before. There is. And so I like to think about it as sort of a micro macro kind of approach to it. My first question to myself, if I'm reacting to something like war is, <clears throat> is there any place in my <clears throat> own life where I'm warring against something or someone? Mm -hmm. And almost instantly I can see, or as much as I want to go stop that war over there, I still have some war going on somewhere inside of me. Mm. And the council says, if you want to see peace in the world, you must first create it within you. Mm -hmm. And that one of you aligned to that level of peace within you, true peace. You could walk into a room where everyone was arguing and fighting and just the power of your presence in a state of consciousness of pure love feeling that peace within you would bring peace to everyone in that room because the truth of who we are is love, is peace, is well-being, is all those things. So as you embody it for yourself, you will notice that you don't have any wars going on in your life anymore. You don't have any war going on within you. And the next thing, and and it again is one of the teachings that has just changed my life. When you see something like that and you feel powerless and you want to do something, ask yourself, what do I most want for those people? If it's a country that's at war, what do you most want for those people? The answer might be peace. And the council would say, okay. Close your eyes, go from your head down into your heart. What does peace feel like? And someone might say light feels ease, feels a sense of ease. It feels harmonious, it feels calm. And they said, so they would say, so feel it in your heart and now align every cell of your body to align with a feeling of peace from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, all the way out your fingertips, align every cell in your body to that feeling of peace or align it to a vibration of peace. And then expand that from you, one foot around you in every direction. And align every particle of creation around you to align with that feeling or that vibration of peace. 
and then extend that out and fill this entire room with peace and expand it from there and imagine that feeling of peace going from your heart to the heart of everyone in that country. Not only the country being attacked, but the country attacking. And imagine this peace going from your heart to the heart of everyone in that country or those countries. And feel it until you can really, really feel it. And then, when you come back in the moment, you open your eyes. Let the next perfect step, let inspired action, let inspiration come from that feeling, that experience of peace that you have created, that reality of peace. And the actions and the ideas and the inspiration that comes from that will also be aligned with expanding that reality of peace in all of your actions and interactions. Wonderful, wonderful. So I wondered if we might invite the council in for a little bit and just um, absolutely ask some ask some questions along these lines and maybe talk yeah. about some of the fun perfect. foundational teachings. Yes, perfect. So I just close my eyes and take a couple of deep breaths. Obviously, you guys can't see me close my eyes, but I'm just going to take a couple <laughs> of deep breaths and then, and then uh, the council will begin. And you're welcome to ask them questions about absolutely anything. And when uh, when you're complete, just uh, let us know, and um, and I'll come back and say goodbye to y'all. So have fun with it. Jim probably has seventy two questions. So I always, I always have seventy two. Uh, always, questions. always. Jim has always has seventy two questions, even after All asking right. one. Seventy two <laughs> questions. Let's go. We better get started. <laughs> Here we go. We are so pleased and delighted to have the opportunity to speak with you all on this fine and glorious day indeed. And we tell you that while our words to you are important, this is a vibrational experience of remembering the truth of who you really are and why you are here and all that you intended when you chose this magnificent life experience, because we assure you, your life is meant to be so very good for you. You are a powerful creator of your reality, and you are everything you wish to be. You already are. It is all within you, and it always has been. You are here to fully integrate all that you are to bring forth your power to create your life and your reality. You are in the time of the greatest transformation of human consciousness that has ever occurred. And you are here as the very purpose that you are to expand, which is the expansion of thought, the expansion of consciousness, the expansion of potential, the expansion of possibility here within the human experience, 
You are here to express all that you are. You are a creator. You are here to express yourself fully in your passion, in your joy, in your love. You are here to express the divine source, infinite being that you are. And you're here to have the experiences that you wish to have for you. You are here to sort through all of the potentials and the possibilities that exist and choose the experiences that you want to create as your reality. And the fun part is the unfolding, the synchronicity, the divine orchestration, the, the miraculous moments that come out of the blue because true creation shows up even before you know you need it from a level of consciousness aligned with pure love, your well-being and your abundance is assured. And what you want and what you need show up even before you know you need it. It presents itself to you and it's a yes. And it presents itself to you and it's a yes. And you continue to expand and you continue to express yourself more fully and have experiences that expand the potential and the possibility for all of humankind. That is why you're here. Hmm. So we'll go to your questions. Well, counsel, first off, thank you for joining us today. It's a pleasure to be able to speak with you. Indeed. The um, first question that comes to mind is about purpose. You know, I think a lot of times we we're confused about what our purpose is here and, and what our purpose should be. And if there's a greater purpose that, that we, we need to attune to, what would you say about our, our individual purposes on, on here? If someone's looking for that advice. We would go back to what do you love? What brings you joy? What are you passionate about? And what experiences do you want to have? You are your purpose. And it's not as specific as to have this particular job or even to start this particular podcast, but it's what you love. It's what you enjoy. It's what you're passionate about. It's an experience you wanted to have. And so you created it. That is living your purpose. Someone sitting in this moment with their eyes closed, taking some deep breaths in a state of presence and consciousness is living their purpose. Someone having fun and playing and laughing is living their purpose. You are here to fully self-realize, to integrate every part of you. And in the moment you experience realization, you are whole, you are healed, you are healthy, you are happy, you are in peace, you are in harmony. And so when you are in this moment and you're experiencing the love that you are and the power that you have, and you're feeling into this peace and this harmony, and you know you're worthy of creating your reality the way you want it to be and having the experiences you have. And as you allow 
energy and light to guide the way and life unfolds for you and you are on this journey that is your purpose so <clears throat> we'll give you another example you can be walking down a street called main street and you can be in your head upset about something that happened yesterday or 20 years ago thinking that the world is a terrible place it's awful, stressed about what you're going to do next, worrying with your head down and your shoulders uh, down and, and walking with a frown on your face. Or you can be walking down Main Street with love in your heart, joy in your, in your being, with your eyes sparkling and your head held high, standing up straight with a big smile on your face. Now, there's no right or wrong way. But when you are in that vibration or that frequency of joy and love and feeling alive, you are so powerful. You are magnetic. You are summoning energy for the manifestation and creation of all potential and possibility in that moment. And that's when divine synchronicity occurs, divine orchestration occurs. The magic and the miracles come to you. And it's your purpose to do what you love. It's your purpose to do what brings you joy. It's your purpose to create your reality the way you want it to be. It's your purpose to have the experiences you want to have. Because in doing so, you add to the potentials and the possibilities for all of humankind. Most all of you would say, if we said, what do you most want? Peace, joy, love, freedom, happiness, prosperity, well-being, beauty, inspiration, fun. And if we would say, what do you most want for anyone you love? Be the same. Happiness, joy, love, abundance, well-being, freedom to do what they love, freedom to be who they are. If we said, what do you most want for humanity? You would say joy, peace, abundance, well-being. So your purpose is to create that within you. That which you most want for the world around you. Because you cannot give what you don't have. And you get more of what you are, period. If you are in lack, you get more of what you are. Even if you want abundance. If you are not aligned to vibe, uh, the abundance that you already have and feeling it, you are not drawing to you more abundance. And so as you create that which you most want for those you love and the world around you within you, that is your purpose. Hmm. You talk in the book with Sarah about the great awakening and that this is a really important time for earth. In fact, the greatest time that has ever existed. Um, sometimes it, you know, circumstances and, and Sarah <laughs> Bowen alerted to this earlier, but sometimes it doesn't feel that way. How do we, what is the great awakening and, and how do we participate in, in being a part of that? Awaken every part of you. Mm. To the fullness and the totality and the wholeness that is the truth of who you are. If you're denying your own power, if you are a victim of your life, 
you are going to see where others are victimized and all the ways that you're victimized and all the way others are victimized. If everyone was truly in their power, there would be no need to control the other. But, and we love you all so much. We know no one would consciously, intentionally believe that they don't really want to be free. But most people don't really want to take complete and total responsibility for their lives and creating their reality. So they give their powers to others to choose for them and to control them. And until these beings wake up to their own power and their own truth and their own freedom, and yes, everyone is capable of doing that, there will always be people to control them because they aren't consciously summoning their own power. And you will notice as you come fully into your power and you love yourself and you know your worthiness, there is no one controlling you. There is no one choosing for you. There is no one victimizing you. There is no one taking your freedom. And many people ask us, well, what about those people in this country living like that? And we say every single one of you has the same power within you. You're in a time of the Ukrainian war. And yes, there are stories of being victimized, but there are also stories of people who had the dream of immigrating to the United States or to Australia or to some other country. And because of this war and, and their passion, their dream, their desire, their vision to go to the United States, exceptions were made, opportunities were presented that didn't exist before. And those people are now living in their dream life. You will always cause your own suffering when you think you know what another soul's journey should be. You have all been all things. You have all been in all different levels of consciousness. When you understand the different levels of consciousness and that you have the freedom, the power, the ability to choose in any moment, the level of consciousness you're in, you will understand how you are creating your reality and how everyone else can also create their reality too. The third dimension is the dimension of separation. It is where you experience yourself as separate from source, separate from others, separate from what you want, separate from what you think you need. It is a dimension of consciousness where lack, limitation, suffering, fear exist. As you begin to ask the question or awaken, as all of humanity is doing, to the question of who am I? And oftentimes that question is preceded by an experience where the very thing you associated with your identity falls away. A relationship, a job, a, a failure, a near-death experience, uh, a health scare, a death of a loved one. And you begin to ask that question on some level. You begin to elevate yourself into a level of consciousness that we refer to as the fourth dimension of transformation, 
where you realize you are not your circumstances and conditions, you can transform your circumstances and conditions. You can transform your health. You can transform your relationships. You can transform your body. You can transform your environment. And people start fixing, healing, changing, processing, releasing, transforming. Now, many people get stuck in this for years and years or lifetimes after lifetime. Because there's still a belief in there, a judgment of yourself and something that is wrong with you that you need to fix and you're still not whole. And you look at others in judgment of what they need to fix. Your spouse, your children, your coworkers, your boss, your political leaders. You judge circumstances and conditions. They need to be fixed and it will keep you in that dimension of transformation. So what's beyond that and what is beyond transformation as all of humanity awakens? We call it the fifth dimension of pure love. It is oneness consciousness, unity consciousness, Christ consciousness. It is that state of enlightenment, and it is possible for every single one of you in every moment to elevate yourself into that state of pure love. Everything is different from there. Everything is different, easier, more harmonious, more abundance, more well-being, more joy, more expansion, more inspiration, more creativity, more fun. But the doorway out of the fourth dimension and into the fifth dimension of heaven on earth, the new earth, whatever you want to call it, is to go beyond judgment of others, of circumstances, of conditions, of wrong and right, because that only exists in lower levels of consciousness. But most importantly, judgment of yourself. Hmm. When you do not deny love for yourself for any reason, you will know what it's like to live on heaven on earth. And there is nothing worth heaven on earth. There is nothing anybody said, anybody did. There's nothing you did. There's nothing someone said to you or did to you that is worth your heaven on earth that is available to you right now. And this is possible for all of humanity. And the dream you have in your heart of living in a peaceful, loving, abundant, harmonious world where all beings live harmoniously with each other and within themselves you are making it possible by you creating it within yourself by you allowing yourself into that heaven on earth and how do you know that all of humanity isn't waiting there for you when you fully come into the realization of all that you are and live in that state of pure love that's available to every single one of you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I have a question about one of the foundational teachings, and that is there's no need to make big decisions about anything. Allow all things to be choiceless. What does that mean exactly? Well, a big decision, uh, either you're imposing a lack of time, a lack of potentials, a lack of opportunities, a lack of choices on your experience. I have to make a big decision by tomorrow. 
I have to make a big decision. Am I going to quit my job or stay in this job? I have to make a big decision. Is this the person I'm supposed to be with forever? I need to make a big decision. If you're making a big decision, you're imposing lack of limitation on your experience and trying to push and force energy from that place of limitation. Fear equals fewer options. So when you think you only have one way or this option or that option, you have to decide today, you are creating fewer options. You will automatically experience fear. And because you're in fear, you're going to want to make a big decision. If you allow things to be choiceless, you will never need to make a big decision again. There are never only one or two options. There are infinite possibilities in every situation. It might be that something you're not aware of is coming in. It might be that divine orchestration is putting things together for you. It might be that as you have this experience and that experience, it's just choiceless for you. Hmm. And so when you allow yourself to be aware of how you feel. And in most cases where you need to make a decision, you're either denying your power or denying you're worthy. Or you're in such a level of density that you just want out of this uncomfortable feeling place. And most of the time, all you will come up with from that place is going into your logical mind and all decisions you make from that place will just continue that feeling of powerlessness, unworthiness, and limitation. Hmm. So allow things to be choiceless. If it's not choiceless, it's not the time. If it's not choiceless, elevate yourself into a grander perspective, even to ask yourself the question, what is my highest vision for the work I do in the world? What is my highest vision for the relationship I want to experience? What is my highest vision? For myself, what experience do I really want to have? In that moment, you are elevating your consciousness and your awareness by going into a higher perspective, a higher vision, a higher potential. And you, in that moment, by just doing that, are summoning energy that was not available to you when you were trying to make a big decision based in limitation. And don't be surprised if just by asking that question and connecting to a higher vision, elevating your conscious and awareness, and therefore summoning greater energy, that it just becomes absolutely choiceless or something shows up out of the blue and it's just a yes. And you won't even notice the moment that you even made the decision because you'll be so clearly on that path following that energy because it's just choiceless. Does that make sense to you? Yes, yes. So I have another question, and that is, 
why are we having this human experience in the first place? I mean, why are we? You chose it. This ah. is the greatest thing going on anywhere. This is a grand <laughs> adventure. And we would say it's most closely uh, aligned to your experience of going on a grand vacation. Your home, you love your home. Your home's cozy. It's great. But something inspires you. A friend tells you about a beautiful place they went, or you see it in a movie and you start researching it and you go, I want to go there. Why do you go on a vacation to have a new experience, to meet new people, to try new foods, to see a beautiful place for, with your own eyes, to experience it with all of your physical senses, to rest, to relax, to do the things that bring you joy. And you have a wonderful vacation and, and new experiences that lead to new data and information. You're expanded. You are not even the same person that went on that vacation because now you have even more you've expanded into. You have a wonderful vacation and then it's time to go home. And why do you go home? Mm, because it feels so good to be home. And you go home, it's so good to be home. You've expanded, you've experienced things, you've expressed yourself in new ways and met new people and tried new things and seen new places. And, and it's so, so good to be home. Mm until the inspiration for your next grand vacation comes, your next great adventure. And that's what it's like coming to this human experience. You came from source energy as the soul or higher self that you are in wholeness, oneness, completeness, in the knowing of all that is. And you focused yourself through your consciousness into this human experience for the adventure to be here during the greatest time that has ever occurred, to have a grand adventure, to be part of the greatest awakening uh, uh, that has ever occurred anywhere in all the universe, and to have fun and, and to do the things that bring you joy and to do the things you love and to play and create in physical form because it's such an incredible, unique experience in all of the universe. And you know why else you came? Because of your love. Hmm. Your love for humanity. Your love for the animals. Your love for this beautiful planet. You wanted to see it and taste it and touch it and love it and kiss it and hold it and laugh with it and cry with it. And eat delicious food and see beautiful things that you love and to put your arms around the people you love and look into their eyes. You came because of the love, your love for humanity, your love for the animals, your love for this beautiful planet. Mm. And you never ever meant to doubt or deny your love, your power to create your reality, your worthiness of this experience, because it is all here for you. Everything is a potential and a possibility for you to play with and experience and create with for the love that you are and the joy that you are and the freedom you have, which is why we say you are everything you wish to be. You already are. You already are. So do what you love. 
do what brings you joy. That is your purpose. And as you fully awaken and come into the realization of all that you are and live in that state of pure love and heaven on earth, you will create a pathway. You will blaze new trails. You will pioneer new levels of consciousness. And in time, all of humanity will awaken and will remember that it is possible for them to. And as we say in the book, there is a far greater purpose for Earth and its inhabitants in this vast and glorious universe. Once you live in peace and harmony and freedom and well-being and abundance, it, you do not have to save a broken world and you are not here to change the world. You are here to create it within yourself. You understand? Yes. Thank you so much, Council, for joining us today. Indeed. You are the energy that creates worlds. You are the consciousness and the energy that created and creates everything. That is the truth of what you are. You are the consciousness and the energy that creates everything. And it's all your energy. You are the source that creates worlds. But most importantly, you are the consciousness and the energy that creates your world, your life. You are creator within your own creation. And so it is. And we so are always is. with you. We are always available to you. We love you. We love you. We love you. And with that, we are complete. Thank you so much. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us today. That was wonderful. It's uh, it's really wonderful to hear you and to be able to read your book. And uh, let me uh, let me just say that Sarah London channels the council and is the author of The Wisdom of the Council, Channeled Messages for Living Your Purpose. You can find out more about her at sarahlandon.com. Sarah, thanks so much for joining us and thank you to the council mm -hmm. as well. Thank you so much. I have enjoyed this conversation so very much and uh, all my love to all of you. Thank you. Thank you. At sarahlandon.com, you'll find uh, a whole section on free resources. And uh, I encourage people to just uh, play around on the website, whatever uh, lights up for you, whatever you feel resonates with you, just start there and um, enjoy the journey. Awesome. Awesome. For more great information about Sarah Bowen and to order her new book, Sacred Send-Offs, an animal chaplain's advice for surviving animal loss, making life meaningful, and healing the planet, go to sacredsendoffs.com. You can contact me at uh, jim at youthrivehere.com. Thanks, everybody. I'm Jim Lefter with Sarah Bowen. We'll talk with you next time on Big Universe. 
I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.